Welcome to our Millennial Woman Chat on What's Next Mel. I'm your host Mel, a millennial woman trying to navigate her life from her 20s to her 30s. I'm excited to talk to other women about their journey to 30 and all in between. Um, so welcome back to my channel, What's Next Mel. If you guys have been listening, um, we've been having all different topics going from career, mental health, um, relationship with ourselves, and we recently did an entrepreneurship um, podcast before this, and we're doing like a part two. So I have um, Lauren, aka Cozy Low. Um, so is I'm assuming the founder of Elephant Room, and then you also have your cookbook, Plate to Go. So, if you want to introduce yourself and then tell us about these things that you've been doing, yes, hey girl, how you doing? I'm so happy to be on your platform talking about something I love, which is entrepreneurship. Um, my name is Cozy, and I have a brand, I have a couple of businesses. Um, I've started off in entertainment, so Elephant Room entertainment is my first company that I started back in 2015. Um, So that company is based around, really, I started that company because uh, social media back in 2015, I felt like I had moved back to Detroit. I'm from Detroit um, Mm -hmm. after living in Arizona, going to school in Arizona, living in LA. And I moved back to Detroit. And I wasn't really connected with like what was going on in the scene there. And so like from those few years, I was gone and I came back. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what they're doing here. All right, bet. So, like, you know, people are hanging out and stuff, but people would see me on, like, in person that I would talk to on Instagram or on any any social platform, and then they wouldn't speak, and it was so weird. So I was just like, damn, it'd be dope if I could find a space of like-minded people where, like, I can do, like, a little Friday Clubhouse vibe where I right. link up with these people that we can chop it up, talk business, talk whatever. And so... I didn't see, I, I felt there was a void. And it's so crazy because me and you met on Clubhouse. Right. I really felt like Elephant Room was Clubhouse before Clubhouse. I just didn't have the people around me to kind of like solicit that advice or mm. suggest like, oh, maybe this should be an app. Because really what Clubhouse has done is create a platform for like-minded people to come together to have conversations, to network and communicate, curate, et cetera. So that is what Elephant Room is based around. Um, But I've always been into entertainment as well. So I was, you know, I've been in management for probably about like six, seven years now. Um, And currently I'm only managing one client. I had a lot of clients at one point where I wasn't just managing entertainment. I was also just kind of doing more so like project management and also consultations for small businesses. So I like work with the yoga brand. um, I work with a hair company you know, different things like that. But my main focus now, um, I have an artist, her name is Mona Lise. I've been Mm -hmm. working with her the longest, probably about mm, five, six years. And, you know, the music game is definitely something that is um, very, very widely open. And there's no guarantees, of course. So we've been working at at this thing for a few years now. And she's in a great space making some great music. So I'm very excited about her project, her couple projects that we have in the works that are coming out this year. And being a manager is something I'm very passionate about. However, in 2020, I realized that I really need to do something for myself. And I've always worked in the service-based industry, whether growing up in the restaurant business, my parents owning restaurants, and just always kind of working in hospitality and then, you know, servicing clients from a management or consulting standpoint. So in 2020, I reflected, Corona gave me time to sit back and kind of just think about, all right, like entertainment is about to shift. 
how am I going to pivot? How am I going to be able to make money with everything being the way that it is? And I have to depend on other people to do that. So cooking has always been a big passion of mine. Everybody who knows me, if you've ever been in my life at any point in time, you, you probably have tasted my food or just know a little bit about me and food. And I have an obsession with food itself, going out to eat, cooking food, bringing people together over food, helping people feel better from the food, whether that's a, a remedy for some, you know, you had a headache or you feel this way, like you should eat this. I've been doing my research. I'm still learning. But um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Palette is my cookbook that I dropped back in November. Um, and the book is about transitioning from eating, you know, how most of us eat, which is pretty much whatever we want to a plant-based right. lifestyle. And currently I'm like 80% plant-based. I still do eat fish and seafood, mostly just fish. Um, but yeah, that's what the book is about. So it has recipes in there. So there's only one meat recipe, which is lamb chops. And that was like the last piece of meat that I was like holding on to. But everything mm. else is either, you know, wild grown fish. I only eat wild, wild caught, um, wild caught fish. And then, yeah, everything else is plant-based. So I feel like I've been talking for quite a minute, but. Um, no, you're good. That's exactly the whole point. Um, Well, that's exciting. Um, I think, you know, that's something too that um, that I like that you brought up is that like you're just like in two different um, places, like, you know, with like that managing music and different things like that. And then you also have like your cookbook, like in that hospitality. I think a lot of people get nervous because, you know, we have a lot of different like hobbies, interests, passions. And sometimes people feel like you're supposed to like put yourself in a box and you can't do everything that you want to do at the same time it definitely takes a lot because like I'm in that space too of like I'm running like my online store but then I also have like my company where it's like with wholesale and like um contemporary designers um but I always too like I've always had a love for music um and I would definitely love to do something um with that um industry probably like way down the road um why not why not now well, because I'm more, I think for me, I more want to get into actually nonprofit because um, okay, exactly. I'm really into like mental health. So like, I think that's going to be like my next um, entryway is going to go back for my master's and like get into like nonprofit sector for like with youth and like mental health and things like that. But I definitely would love to dabble into music like here and there. I definitely love music. Um, but like, that's something that probably more like a hobby kind of thing than like a, Got like a business. Well, but I would like to interject and just say that something mm -hmm. I didn't mention that Elephant Room currently does is we run a music therapy program based in Detroit. Um, I work with a company called Care First Rehabilitation. So we have patients that are all ages. Um, we have like, I had like a nine-year-old patient. This girl, she was really great. Um, she's a, she was paraplegic, I, I believe. And she really enjoyed coming to the studio. She wasn't really able to speak when she first started coming. So she just kind of would listen to the music and pick out her favorite artists and just try to vibe out and see what what beats sounded good to her. So that was really dope. But um, working with that program um, has been really great for me in terms of opening my eyes to see the wonders that music can really do for people on different on different mediums. Um, and also, you know, I think it's just something that we need to open our eyes to is showing people that there's other ways to heal because I think that people always turn to Absolutely. like medicine or western medicine things like that and I'm also big on like being into like holistic practices and just learning more about that um but yeah I was just going to say that that's something that you and I could definitely connect on if yeah no for sure you know it still connects uh 
it still has the bridge of like okay music and then mental health are like the two main things that involve music therapy so that would be something oh my god yeah no for sure I definitely like that's like what the goal is like non-profit and like mental health with like the youth and things like that especially like minority youth so it's definitely something we can like um link up about um so I want to ask too so like since you have like you know um your cookbook and definitely I want to dive into that a little bit more but how is it managing the elephant room and um like your hospitality like food service now that you have going on since it's like two different you know ends of the spectrum extremes how is it been like managing that and being that like entrepreneur in two different like sectors okay so basically, I'm still figuring that out. Like, uh, it's been a very um, pivotal time in my life just because, I mean, number one, I live in L.A., which is like one of the most expensive place, expensive places to live. So being an, being an entrepreneur and being a hustler, I'm, I'm essentially a hustler at heart. Um, you know, I just think about pivoting and it's kind of scary to any for any industry, but especially like living out here and really not knowing like, what's next when it comes to entertainment so the food thing kind of felt like a savior in a way because I'm like um when the pandemic happened you know I I wasn't employed I've been freelancing for the past like three four years now so I was just kind of like all right let me think of I asked God like I prayed about it and I'm just like let me think of um something that I can do that I don't have to learn a new skill um or something that just comes natural to me. You know what I mean? Just right. because I do need to pivot and I have to think of other ways to continue to promote and produce content with my artists and stuff like that. But I also have to think about myself and what I can do for myself. So then, you know, just off the strength of being in quarantine, I was cooking a lot just because, you know, there was nothing else to really do. Right. And as I'm cooking every day, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I was, at the time, I was living with two of my other friends or my roommates. And, um... We were just in the house cooking every day. And on my Instagram, everybody's like, oh, my God, what is this? I need this recipe. I need this recipe. And I'm getting that, like, daily. So one one day, I'm just like, damn, do I need to make a cookbook? Because people keep asking me for recipes. And I would, I probably would, like, say there was at least, like, 20 people, no lie, that verbatim were like, "Where can I get this recipe? Can I have the recipe? So I'm just like, you know what? I was giving out the recipe a little bit to certain people. And I'm just like, what? I could be selling these recipes. I'm tripping, you know? So that's kind of where I got that motivation. And like my boyfriend was just like, yeah, like you definitely need to do that. Like come on. He was just kind of like on my head, like get it done, like make the recipes right. do it. So I did the recipes over the summer. And even after I did the recipes and finally finished that part, I still was hesitant about moving forward and like really like putting it out there for the world to see just because I never really imagined that this is what something that I would be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like that, that definitely gave me a lot of motivation in terms of like doing something for self and when I actually finished recipes I was feeling accomplished then I finally did the shoot and shot everything and that's when I really start seeing things come together and just all of the energy and time I put into other people's careers and just all the ideas and me being steadfast I'm like wow this creativity this uh, natural born like instinct of like really getting out here and making what I can make something out of nothing like that's what I was doing and then I'm just like okay finally I have the images back here's my cookbook and you know it's something I didn't really plan for so I'm kind of backtracking now working on my marketing strategy and content strategy because I just kind of put it out you know so I would definitely say that it was like easy to come up with the recipes and to shoot the stuff but now I'm in the phase of like 
figuring out how I want to be seen on on each platform that I'm, you know, presented on, on different mediums. So I think that for me, I'm just still figuring it out. And I would say it's going good. Um, it is, I'm just taking it a day at a time. And right now I'm focused on getting um, my content strategy together and working on um, a press release so that I, so I can reach out to different publications. And it's just weird to be in a space of like promoting my own self and having a product versus you know, promoting others and having a service, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I'm just still finding that balance and I'm just praying about it. I've given myself a daily schedule so that I can, you know, really try to make sure that I'm crossing my T's, dotting my I's and really moving the needle on my goals. So. No, and I feel you on that. Um, And th- first of all, like big ups to you because I definitely feel like it's not easy out here. Like I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, even for myself too, like I have to put, like I have to make a to-do list because like if I don't, I won't accomplish anything. Like I will like be all over the place. And especially like you said, like when you're promoting like yourself, it's like sometimes, I know for me at least I forget like the things I need to do. But like if when I'm helping like designers and like getting designers into like with stylists and stores, like I remember everything from like what they need to do from beginning to end. But when it comes to me, I'm like lost. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do for myself. And I'm like, it's kind of the same thing of like promoting for like other people and like you know helping other people like reach their goals and things like that so I definitely like feel you on that completely um and I think you know sometimes people especially who are trying to get into entrepreneurship they get scared because you know we don't have that structured per se but I think you know once you really sit down and be like this is what I want my day to look like on a daily basis I think that definitely helps a lot Um, so I guess like my next thing would be where, um, I guess, where do you see like these two, um, mediums going for you? Like, are you like fully invested in maybe turning it into like a restaurant, um, from like your cookbook and maybe going like a plant-based, um, restaurant and then like, where do you see like elephant room going, um, for the near future? Definitely going to be a restaurant. Um, that's something that I had an idea about early in 2020 when the pandemic hit when I before I had the idea about the cookbook I had the idea about the restaurant I grew up in the restaurant business both my parents owning restaurants um and I've ran I've ran their restaurants I've worked at other um restaurants as well so for me like I definitely see palette blossoming into a food brand that's all about um health and wealth and giving back to the community especially in lower income and urban communities. That's re- that's one of my focuses. Like I definitely want to be in a space where I can open up an establishment in a lower income community and provide um, access to organic plant-based food and just, you know, all things health and wealth for our community. I'm really like, I'm really, I'm really, really, really excited about where that's going to go and I can just I can just see it doing really well, especially like starting out in California, where mm-hmm. a lot of people are are much more health conscious. So I think it'd be a lot easier in terms of like getting people to tune into that. But I think that you know, for example, West Hollywood. I live in like West Hollywood area, so I've noticed that there's not many black owned restaurants in this area. There's a lot of healthy places and things like that, but a lot of them are lackluster in terms of flavor and options and just creativity, in my opinion. So one of my goals is definitely to open up an establishment in West Hollywood as one of the one of the very few black establishments 
and being that representation, but also making sure that I extend um, I extend my mission to those urban areas, starting with maybe Inglewood or Compton area. Um, somewhere somewhere like that was where I would right. want my second location to be. And ultimately, I would want to have a location back in Detroit where I'm from. Um, but I probably would just start growing the, growing the brand over on the West Coast just because I'm kind of thinking about doing an outdoor vibe um, type of thing, especially me, with yeah. COVID and everything. So, you know, that's something that I'm I'm constantly thinking about and working on, and it's definitely going to take me some time. So I'm dedicating this year to getting that rolling, and in the meantime, continuing to put out more, um, more versions of my cookbook, more volumes, I should say. And um, I'm actually selling plates too. Like that's something that at first I was oh, okay. hesitant about, but people are just like, okay, but like I'll, I'll buy the book, but I want your food. Like I want to try like the way that you do, you know. So I did sell plates for the holiday back um, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Also plant-based plates like soul food and stuff like that and that went pretty good I mean it was not majorly promoted or anything I just kind of dropped a flyer a few of my friends in LA reposted it I definitely got a good amount of um, orders and stuff but I think that like now that I've gotten a taste of that I think that as long as I plan it out and um, stay true to my nature of having the aesthetic and the quality on point that that's a way that I can continue to grow the brand out here before I actually have like a brick and mortar space. Right. So. And that makes sense. And that makes sense because I think, you know, a lot of people like that's like, I probably would have been the same way. I probably would have been like, I want to like taste your food first, like yeah. to see how you like make it and like taste the flavors and things like that. Like I'm still going to get the cookbook, but it's like, I want to like, so I, so you have like a, kind of like a basis of like where the flavor and things should be when you exactly. cook it like yourself so that makes complete sense and I love that and I definitely think um you know especially like during the holidays that's the best time to get people because some people usually don't want to cook right um so that's the best thing especially now with um the pandemic and um I love that like I feel like you know that's the thing that with entrepreneurs we have to um remember is set like you know our couple year goals um early on so that we have some thing to like keep going back towards um when we're like you know in our beginning stages and taking those next steps to get to that like overall end goal I think sometimes we just start at the beginning and just like some people wing it which sometimes it works out for them but I think you know sometimes when you have that little bit of structure of like that five-year plan um it definitely assists in like the overall push and like hustling um to get to that point um so like with again with like the entrepreneurship how I mean you said you've been freelancing for a while so how does it feel I guess because I know a lot of people experience it differently like for me I just kind of started like with the pandemic like last year so for me I kind of like some days I like it some days I don't like I kind of do miss that structure I had of you know going to my job like do not seven o'clock in the morning shift or eight o'clock or two o'clock shift whatever um so how's it been for you for me I I mean I love my freedom so for me like even the days that it's it's a bad day or a hard day I just always like have to take a second and think like I'm just thankful to be able to be alive and well and have the mindset to just get up and, and go after it you know but I think that structure is super important and it's something that I definitely want to do better with because I know that when I do have structure I feel more accomplished I feel more like organized and those things are important to run a business a business efficiently and just having a business background and um you know 
really doing well in that area for other people. I mean, I've just struggled with trying to get a grip for myself. So for me, it's just like, I mean, the days that I wake up and I'm on my daily, I just created this daily schedule, by the way, like last week. So this is Mm -hmm. like mid last week. So this is my first full week trying to adhere to that schedule, which starts with like gratitude in the morning. Then working out, then breakfast, then office hours for a few hours, then lunch, then more office hours, and then errands, and then dinner. Like, you know what I mean? So just yeah, yeah. my day off like that. And, and, you know, like, I still haven't hit hit the nail on the head just yet. You know, I'll get up, and it'll be 7.30, and by 7.30, I'm supposed to be working out, but I'll still be laying in bed like, all right, like, let me just think about what I have to do today when really it's just like, girl, get up and get to it. So for me, right. I just have to you know, be a remind, a constant reminder of myself where I want to be. And I'm just like waking up every day and doing what you want is great, but doing what you have to do sometimes is a lot more, is a lot more um, rigorous than just waking up and doing it. You actually have to have plans and you actually have to right. write down things so that you can understand what point you're at in achieving that goal. So for me right now, trying to adhere to that daily schedule is, the number one thing that I'm focused on right now because I know that'll get me in a good groove because I feel like we've all been programmed to like have a certain type of like structure whether it be from school or having a corporate job and the most recent kind of corporate job I had um, I worked for um, a startup company that was like a experiential marketing and production type of company and Mm -hmm. I was freelancing working for them and that's when I moved to LA about almost two years ago that's who I was working for at the time and it was just two people like it was just them two and they both were the CEOs and I was pretty much like everything to them in that in that sense like an assistant production manager all those different type of things so for me working with them I got a sense of like some structure just because they had a way that they did things however they didn't have an office or anything like that so I would kind of go to my boss's house and work from her house or we would work from like um, there's a co-working space. I can't, I'm re- I can't remember the name of it right now, but we would go oh, like, like WeWorks and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't yeah. WeWork. It was like one base for females that was really cute. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, something like that. So that was helpful to be in those type of in those type of environments where other people are yeah. getting to it. Um, and so that's one thing I noticed about like working for myself and doing my own thing. It was like okay, if I can put myself in the right environment in addition to having like a set schedule or just manage, trying to manage my time better, that will help me accomplish more. So now in my in my new place that I have, I have an office. So that definitely has helped just coming in here and looking around at like my merchandise. I'm, I'm working on another brand as well. So like I, I've been working on it since like last, last summer really. And I kind of held on to it to re- wait until release in the spring. So I come in here every day. I'm looking at all this inventory, and I'm just like, I get overwhelmed sometimes. And I'm all, I'm looking at my books, and I'm looking at the inventory, and I'm just like, damn, like, damn, cozy. You got a lot of shit that you're trying to do, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's all me, and it's all right. like, authentic, and it's all from my own brain. And I know that it, it will hit once I put it out and execute it the right way. It's just about having that structure is so important to me, and I'm just really trying to get get my shit together because I know that once I'm in that groove, it's no stopping me, you know? Right. No. And I definitely, um, I feel you on that. I think like sometimes, yeah, like I look around, I'm like, Oh my God, I got mad shit going on. And like, sometimes I'm like, does it even make sense? Like, is it cohesive? Mm -hmm. Like, is it like able to intertwine with one another? 
But, you know, I feel like there's going to be a point where, like, you know, all entrepreneurs get to a point where soon we are able to, you know, get a team and, like, delegate those tasks and alleviate some of those things. But I definitely feel like you have to um, start with just yourself because I feel like this is me really learning and testing my ability of, like, what how far I can really push myself mm-hmm. and like it do I really want this period because it's like I could yeah like it's like e- I could easily go back to like a nine to five job like but it's like no I know how I feel when I'm at a nine to five job like I'm annoyed I'm tired of like having to worry about other people above me yeah. and like making sure I don't do this and that like I'm over it over so it. I definitely I definitely feel you on that um and I think, you know, a lot of people just have to have that determination. And, you know, obviously, like you said, there's definitely those good days and there's definitely those bad days. And I think you just got to, like, move through those, like, bad days and just remember it's just, like, one day right. and really push forward. Um, and it's important not to let, you know, that bad – but really, I wouldn't even say a bad day because I have bad moments that can turn mm-hmm. into a bad day if I don't catch myself. And right. just having gratitude has been one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in the past few years, especially being older. Like, I can't believe I'm 29 now. It's so crazy to me. Oh, girl, I'm about to be in, like, a month and a oh, half. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe it? Like, I literally just feel like I was in college yesterday, and I just can't believe yes. how old I am. But I'm also, like, still so young. So I just be thinking to myself, like, you know what, Lo? Like, you definitely need to take a step back at, at times that you feel like, you know, at my lowest or the times where I just feel like, what am I doing? Or, or sometimes I just get in such a bad, like a state of mind that I go on fucking LinkedIn and start looking for jobs. And I'm just like, why Same. am I oh doing my God, this? Same. this is not what I want to do. And I know that like, this is like me giving up and me not really like, this is time I should be putting into X, Y, and Z. And I'm over here looking for a job because I'm like not feeling the faith or I'm not feeling confident in, the things that I'm focused on or the things that I'm invested in. So it's important, really important to just have that faith and that gratitude to like have a certain type of mindset and to just really have the like courage to step out on faith. Like faith is just, that is just so important. And I'm learning, I'm learning every day because some days my test, my faith is truly tested. And girl, I hear you. Yeah. I think it's important just to have people around you that understand the space that you're in and that can continue to motivate you and encourage you to go for it because life is short and I don't want to spend my time building up someone else's dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, right. that's how I feel when I'm at a nine to five. Like, I feel like, damn, like whoever owned this company, whatever their dreams were, like I'm literally contributing to their dreams. Helping, yeah. And, like, what am I doing for my dreams? You know? Right. No. And I definitely like I completely 100% agree because that's how I felt like I'm like, I'm sitting here slaving 50, 60 hours a week for these like people and like put money in their pocket. And it's like their pocket is growing, but my paycheck is staying the same okay. every like two weeks. And that's not that's not what I want. And you know, at the same time, too. I've definitely had those moments too where it's like I'm going on LinkedIn I'm like all right like let me just get back to nine to five because it's easy but it's like at the same time I know how like annoyed I'm gonna be so like then I'm like no like we're gonna keep pushing this and you know I think that's the whole reason why I'm doing this podcast and been doing it is because I want like other millennial women to like know that you're not the only one out there who does the same thing Mm -hmm. of like you know I thought I was the only one who did that like who would go on LinkedIn (laughs) on their bad days and just like look look for a job and then like be like no like let me stop like let me like go back and just like take the rest of the day and then tomorrow like I'm gonna look at it with fresh eyes 
um, and things like that. So I definitely feel you on that completely. And I think, you know, sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because like you said, like we're both like, well, I'm about to turn 29 and it's like, you know, we have that pressure of like, oh my God, 30s around the Mm -hmm. corner. Like, you know, you want to be at a certain place, but like, I'm also learning too that it's like, there's a lot of people who turn 30 or who are in their 30s and they're still figuring it out too. And they're still living life and enjoying it. So it's like, there really is no pressure. Um, And I definitely just want um, to thank you for um, coming on here and like telling us your story and telling us everything that you have going on. So definitely please shamelessly plug everything that you have going on. Let them know where they can connect with you on social media, where they can buy your cookbook and more. Yes. Well, I'm so thankful for you thinking about me and reaching out because it's a blessing that Clubhouse brought us together. I'm yes. appreciative of the platform you're providing and just the, the you know, dialect that's being had on here because I do need to hear from other women that are, you know, on my same page of where I'm at in life and understanding that we're kind of all, you know, going through the motions and that it's okay sometimes to kind of like, you know, feel, feel a little bit bad, but understand that like, it's a mission that you're on and you have to say dedicated and determined. And right. So kudos to you for that. Um, but Same to you. Yes. Um, I forgot to also mention, I know you had asked me earlier about elephant room and where I saw that going. And I do have a club on clubhouse called elephant room and it's spelled E L E P H N T. So for those of you who are listening, if you're on clubhouse, please, definitely join the club um I have not I'll be honest and say that I have not really like put the time in I need to put in on clubhouse recently because at first I was super addicted to clubhouse and it was just like not really good for my daily schedule but um I've definitely like been in some great rooms and started some great rooms and I'm gonna definitely start implementing at least like once a week getting on clubhouse um on my particular club elephant room and having discussions um that are progressive and so um, with Elephant Room, I definitely see a lot of great things happening with that as a platform for like-minded creatives to grow their platforms and connect and, you know, level up wherever they see fit. But overall, if you want to check out my cookbook, you can visit CozyLo.com, C-O-Z-Y-L-O.com. Um, that's where you can find the book and, and any other information in regards to what I have going on right now, it's just really focused more so on the book, but I have a developer working on, um, a more interactive site that kind of showcases my work from different brands and clients that I've worked with over the past few years. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm also cozy low as well and Twitter. And then on Instagram palettes, Instagram is palette to go. And then yeah, palette to go on Twitter as well. And that's pretty much it. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. Um, 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 I hate saying um. <laughs> but overall, I'm just really appreciative of having this conversation with you. It definitely has motivated me today. Like, I was look, I was kind of nervous at first. So I'm just like, shit, I'm like a little bit all over the place. And I have to talk about myself. And I'm not used to, talk, used to talking about myself. But it felt, it's, it's a relief to have this conversation openly and you know just be able to get get my get my shit off to everybody who needs to hear it and who can be motivated and inspired by it that's what I love to do so I'm very thankful yes no thank you so much for sharing because again like I said you do not only 
probably helped other people who will listen, but definitely myself because I definitely felt like sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like you're the only one who does like things when you have like these moments. But, you know, it's like it's also motivation to keep pushing. And, you know, honestly, I was pushing before we like um, started this um, call and I definitely after we'll be pushing like working on the things that I'm doing. Um, So thank you again so much. And guys, again, please check her out. Make sure you guys get her cookbook. Um, because if you especially if you're trying to turn into or go towards that plant-based lifestyle, um, I'm definitely trying to get into that healthy lifestyle. I'm still struggling, but I'm getting there slowly but surely. And that's why the book is, is dope because it literally does not force you. It's not a vegan cookbook. Um, it's just geared towards that. So it's only volume one, volume two, three, four, and the ones to follow will obviously elevate the palate and you know right. expand expand your um your taste buds and allow you to get into eating healthy with flavor because that's really the only thing that I feel like for me I didn't want to eat all the way healthy or vegan because I just felt like it wasn't flavorful it didn't really taste good and it, it really just depends on who's curating the menu you know yeah. so no, I agree with that completely. Well, again, thank you so much, guys. Please make sure you check Cozy out. And again, you guys can tune in with me every other Friday for our new episodes. And thank you so much and have a great rest of your All day. Right, girl. Thank you. Talk to you soon.